bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is the truth of the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. Now, all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I got teased today because um, in the middle of saying it, I'll get distracted, and then I forget to say the whole phone number. Somebody was laughing. I'm not going to lie. Danielle was laughing at me today. Let me tell you. She was, she was telling somebody. Let me tell you the story of how he gets distracted. I was hurt, hurt my feelings. Can't you tell? Can't you tell? I'm just hurt. My headphones, I don't I don't know if I wrapped them up the wrong way or put them in like I normally do, but something happened and they are utterly and totally and completely discombobulated and I can't blame anybody but me. Now, what I should have done is left him laying around, and then that way I would have had a plausible deniability and said, hey, DJ Brother Z did it. He the one did it. But I can't do that. I got to say, I did it because I was dumb enough to, well, maybe I was. I don't know. So I was thinking about the things that are going on in the city today. And I'm thinking about the things that are going on in the world today. And I'm, I'm at a point now where I'll just be transparent with people 
with what people tell me, with what people say, with what people want. Um, I'm at a point where I don't really, I don't really care what other people think. You know what I mean? I don't really. I'm. I'm not going to get bothered and upset by people telling me their truth. I get it. I don't have to agree with it, but I get it. I just want to be able to tell mine and have it accepted and be plausible. Well, it doesn't even have to be plausible. If you don't want to believe it, I don't really care. I am who I am, warts and all. And if people want to accept you, they will. And if they don't, they don't. Now, as a Christian, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say, my faith keeps me up at night, but not about my faith. Now, those of you, some of you disagree with religion. When many of you do it, you're condescending, arrogant. I even had somebody who was of the Islamic faith tell me I was stupid and an idiot to be a Christian. For believing in what they called fairy tales. But for me, I'm more scared of the people who don't believe. It's unfortunate, but that's how arrogant that this this person was. Is that everybody? No, because they're Christian people that kind of act a fool and do stupid things and say things. And yeah. But if you're familiar with Occam's Razor, Anybody? If you're familiar, well, you know that Occam's razor is, okay, I'm trying to turn off my academic brain, but Occam's razor is a philosophy in the problem-solving principle that really recommends searching for explanations constructed with the smallest possible set of elements. It's also known as the principle of parsimony or the law of parsimony, right? In layman's terms, here's what Occam's razor is. It states that the simplest explanation is preferable to the one that's more complex. In other words, the simplest explanation is usually the correct explanation. Simple theories are easy to verify. Simple solutions, easier to execute. Would you want something that takes seven steps to do or three? That is the gist of Occam's razor. If you want an explanation for, say, what's going on today? You got a body in the river. Well, where'd the body come from? Did somebody toss the body in the river? Did the river did it did it come from up north somewhere or somewhere and get into the river? Did it come from the south and get into the river? Did it come from the lake? Like, how did the body get in the river? Or did the body did the person fall in when the lake was frozen? Got frozen in the lake, was missing all this time. And now it thawed out and we have a body in the river. Or is it about the two homicide suspects that were released and charges dropped due to lack of evidence because they couldn't locate the eyewitness that witnessed the barbershop barber being killed in July of 2021. So I, I don't, you know, what's the simplest answer? What about multiple people being shot at a funeral for a homicide not only just here in Milwaukee over the last year or two, but in D.C., it happened today. Two cops shot, 
What about Cardinal Stretch closing? Whole university. Here one day, gone the next day. May 22nd, hey, gone. You know, it's funny because my mother used to say, with all this stuff that's going on in the world, who's responsible for all this stuff? And I love how people say, oh, it's God's will. But, you know, some of this stuff we put on ourselves, some of this stuff we do to ourselves, we harm ourselves. My mother used to tell me the world is going to hell in a handbasket, which I never understood. You ever seen a pet in a basket? You ever seen a little small puppy in a basket? It's warm. And it's warm and it's nice. You ever seen a baby in a basket? It's warm and it's nice and everything out. All hell could be breaking loose in the world. And here's this little baby. Just sleeping it off. Little dog. Just panting away. Sleep. When everything around you is going crazy. William Shakespeare said, if you ever read the, 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 the play, The Tempest, he said, hell is empty. Because all the devils are here. And that's what I think about when I think about Milwaukee. The truth of the matter, that's Milwaukee today. Well, no, that's the world today. That's America today. The weird thing is, I didn't do this. I worked against it. I fought against it. I worked with organizations to stop it. And so, for me, I thought, just tap out. Just retire and roll. Get out. Because I had to come to a realization that this is my city. This is this is where I live, where I operate. For profit, nonprofit, media. It's my city. And with all the hell that's happening in the city, with all the things that are going on in the city. It's not my fault. And I had to realize that everybody around the city keeps saying to themselves, hey, it's not my fault. All the people in the suburbs. Hey, it's not my fault. They killing each other. But what kept me up at night, what keeps me up at night is my realization that it's not my fault. But it's my fight. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You better work it. Excess. Sleep. DJ Sarasa. Chicka, 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 boom, boom. I can't help it. Like a heavy deck of cards, so I dealt it. I'm the fire from the spark, and you felt it. Pull a light up from the dark, then you melt it. I was building up an arc when it's raining. Well, no better time to stop when we're painting. Why you wanna make a mark? What you saying? What you playing? What you saying, baby? What you saying? Make a statement now, no delay. Fashion in the breeze, we don't sway. Why they hating? Escapating. Bad mind, watch your face when I read them. Heard them talking dreams they were chasing. Now they snorting keys off a basin. Now they down on knees when they're praying. Why you faking G's, time wait. Yeah, 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 yeah,
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017. Every time I say that, it's for Danielle. Because she teased me about saying it and then getting distracted and then not finishing and all that stuff. So rather than do that, I thought I would just sit here and say the phone number. 833-212-1017 is the number. Tune in to my show tomorrow for financial empowerment. Wow, I heard that all the way in here. <laughs> financial empowerment interview with Northwestern Mutual. Uh, at 4.15 tomorrow, I'll be joined by Northwestern Mutual financial advisors, J.B. Bell and Erica Wright from the Bell and Wright Agency, where they will discuss key financial terms every single solitary person should know. So if you've heard terms and, and financial stuff but don't really know what it means, tomorrow's the place. Any questions, 833-212-1017 for advice. That's tomorrow, Wednesday, April 12th, 4.15, Truth in the Afternoon, Dr. Ken Harris. That's me. Make sure you are here. Also, tomorrow morning, um, on Truth Be Told, they're going to have a representative from Educators Credit Union to talk about financial strategies to help you best manage your finances. So if you're... If you if you have a new job, if you have an old job, if you transition jobs, if you're newly retired, sometimes you just got to figure out and learn how to keep up your money, right? How to handle your money. So because April is Financial Literacy Month, we have you covered on learning all the stuff you need to know to manage your finances. So tomorrow at 8 a.m., truth be told, we'll be having a representative from Educators Credit Union to really talk about the strategies, to talk about those things. And during the month of April, it's every single Wednesday at 8. That's Truth Be Told with Denise Thomas and Telly Hughes, 8 a.m. They're on 7 to 9. So you need to be here 8 a.m. on tomorrow. And then again at 4.15. That way, if you have any questions about or understanding about or just need to know about Anything financial during Financial Literacy Month, now is the time to do it. 833-212-1017 is the number. Mr. Medisa, happy Tuesday. Dr. Ken, it's your fault. Oh. Oh. Can we block Mr. Medi? Let's just block him. Let's, 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 let's just, boop, done. Okay, we're done. Um. Are people in Milwaukee going to step up and figure out what's happening this summer? You know, this spring and summer is coming. And um, we have to start really looking at what it is that we're going to do as it relates to um, crime that's going to start stepping up. It's It's supposed to be pretty warm this weekend. It's supposed to be pretty warm today. And we're pulling bodies out the out the river. We got suspects that are getting released, which which is kind of how the system works. So we can't really be upset about it. Interesting. 
Sonny B say he just left Third Street Market. Um, I don't I don't understand what the writing says, but I'm I'm sure that's a typo thing because spell check be making stuff up. But anyway, he said I see y'all working. LOL. Well, good to see you as well. And that's true. Anytime you can just stop down to the Third Street Market. We're in the back. Um, stop and get some hot dogs from the hot dog place. A brother owns it. And, um, you know, sit at a table and sit there and watch us. So, y'all talk in, you know, abbreviation. So when I'm talking on the radio, I don't have the time to sit time, appreciate, and see I see y'all working. I get it, a pre. I get it, but come on now. No, he was saying he just left from Anytime Arepa, which is the restaurant over there. Again, I'm in here. It's out there. I don't I don't know the names of all the places. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know. That's a you problem. It's a problem now? Get off my radio show. You got to tell me twice. Now that I can talk on my own. You know I see you in the reflection right there, right? <laughs> There's like a double reflection, so you can see. Yeah, it's, yeah. He he ran away from the show. Goodbye. Don't let the door hit you. It, that old. You ever you ever heard that old saying? Goodbye. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Yes. Not quite that PG rated, but. Oh, that's the one I know. I know. Which a little PG mine. PG rap. (laughs) I'm just teasing. 833-212-1017 is the actual number. So there have been a a number of things that have been happening. First of all, the the Democratic Convention is coming to Chicago. That's original. It should have came to Milwaukee. And one week we should have had the Democratic convention and the next week we should have had the Republican convention and really see what happens. Really, really, really see what happens. Um, They're talking about the suspect that killed the two police officers, had warrants tied to child support payments. I don't I don't know how that's germane to this, but I guess we'll find out. CBS 58 has obtained an arrest warrant issued for the suspect accused of fatally shooting two police officers. The warrant filed just days before the shooting shows The order for 50-year-old Glenn Perry's arrest was tied to child support payments in an ongoing divorce case. Perry is accused of killing two police officers during a traffic stop Saturday, April 8th. The stop was initiated because a warrant was issued March 30th for a welfare check on Perry after concerning behavior was reported. A shootout with the two officers occurred during the traffic stop. And we don't really know exactly what happened. I think they're making an assumption. We know there was a shooting and the two officers were killed and they died on the scene. But the state, I believe, has come in and is doing an investigation. So let's 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 kind of wait. Let's let's kind of wait until everything shakes out and happens, because, you know, those things are important now. Here's my question. What are your thoughts as it relates to? in Milwaukee to the closing of Cardinal Stritch University. 
833-212-1017 is the number. If you are a student, if you're a graduate, and and you're wondering what's going on. Well, if you haven't heard, students at Cardinal Stritch, this is from CBS 58, students from Cardinal Stritch University are scrambling to figure out how to continue their college education after the academic institution announced closure at the end of the semester. Now, if I'm not mistaken, aren't they on spring break right now? I don't know. It's suspending and canceling all activities effective May 22nd. Spring commencement will still go on May 21st. Leaders cite fiscal issues, downward enrollment trends, and and operational changes as reasons for closure. A freshman, Sebastian Rios, said, just knowing that this is going to be ripped from us in just a month is just, it's very heart-wrenching. Other students have a more complex case, such as student-athletes like Marcos Garcia. I don't know. I mean, if I don't get nothing because... We are very late. I will go back to my country and start there. And, yeah, it's a possibility. Garcia plays on the university soccer team and is here on a student visa. It complicates everything because we need a lot of paperwork, and I don't know if we have enough time to accomplish everything. Others are still processing the sudden news. I'm a first-gen student. I'm the oldest in my family, first to go to college. And it's kind of like not only is it a disappointment for me, It was heartbreaking to tell my parents that, unfortunately, this is where we're at, but we're honestly just waiting to see what happens. Well, this person was on a full-ride scholarship, and the status of their financial aid is uncertain. Well, it is certain. It's stopping. It's stopping. And so I am resting assured that local universities are going to make it a point to take in students and help them finish and transition to their degrees. But what is your thought in terms of something like this happening? Is this just the start of the trend of universities slowing because there there aren't a lot of children in the pipeline to go to college? Or are people opting to get other jobs? Is the amount of debt just onerous? And it's, it's, it's like, why am I bothering to do this when I can simply go get a certification and get into the tech field to do that? But then the tech field has massive layoffs coming and that are in the middle of it right now. Now, granted, many of those layoffs are in foreign countries, right? So if you hear, I'm I'm just picking random uh, Google or or whoever, they're laying off people that are counterparts in other countries. And a lot of it is a, you know, it's affecting some people here. I'm not into the tech field, so I don't really, you know, comprehend that. I have to do some significant research but in the end what what are your thoughts what impact will closing a major university in milwaukee have on the milwaukee community 833-212-1017 is the number traffic weather and sports up next 
More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. You know, before we were talking about Cardinal Stritch and it closing and the enrollment cliff that's really happening because of the drop in college age population, they said it would begin in 2025. But I think, I think because of COVID, it's kind of happening now. What are your thoughts? 833-212-1017 is the number. Tiffany, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Uh, hi, Ken. Nice to talk with you, and thanks for bringing this up. I graduated from Cardinal's Church back in 2006. Um, I did my, completed my undergrad there, and it was just such a wonderful experience. I had a great education, um, and it truly was a school that found um, a niche in the community, especially for uh, minority students such as myself. Um, you know, they really made you feel like you were on an even playing field because uh, it is a private school, but everyone was equal. Um, you know, my experience, that's what I experienced. But this is just really sad. I still cannot believe they're actually closing. Like I was telling a friend, you know, this isn't just like a retail store closing. This is 87 years of tradition of Franciscan values. It's friendships. It's community. Um, and I know that there are a lot of leaders in the community that sit, um, like, on the bench. I know Sheriff uh, Ball, she's a graduate from Cardinal State University. There's so many graduates from there. And, you know, as I look back, not having that touchstone or that place to go as an alumni to, you know, just say, hey, this is where I went to school. And it's just so sad. I, I, I wish they would still have a footprint in the community, um, but unfortunately it doesn't look that way. Very true. And so um, you're, you're a graduate of Cardinal Stritch. What was the – what was the – first thought you had when you heard they were closing? Like, did you have any any inkling of it beforehand? No, I didn't. You know, my first thought was I felt really sorry for the sisters um, who started the university. The, it, you know, the university started for hum- from very humble beginnings. It was a group of sisters that um, really were fiscally uh, conservative and they were very innovative in how they purchased even like say the comforters in the dorms um, and books and supplies. And I'm just thinking how Cardinal Stritch is now a casualty of, you know, capitalism and modern day society, you know, cause the expenses get so large, you know, why don't, you know, it's too bad they couldn't get back to the roots of, you know, just keeping it very, very simple and providing that great education experience. 
it's too bad. Um, you know, this is this is happening. So, what do you think this will do to? Because I, I'm ninety five percent sure, ninety nine percent sure, because because it's happened before, where other universities will step up and allow students to just finish their degree. They'll they'll work on all the all the quote unquote things you might need and all this, but rather than bothering with, hey, this doesn't transfer right and this doesn't. I believe if you didn't graduate from Stritch, then if you decide to go to another university, they should honor your classes, have you finish whatever the number. So if you needed 15 credits, they should just have you take the 15 closest credits to your degree and be done and just move on. And so what do you think that'll do to the financial aid piece if I'm a freshman or sophomore and I don't have money and now I've literally taken out, I don't even know what tuition is, however many plus room and board. And then I find out the money that I put my school in is gone. Like, how do you reconcile that? Right. Well, we've seen these type of um, situations happen before when colleges have shuttered or they were like more of a for-profit university. I mean, I would hope... Um, I would hope that, you know, as the details are ironed out, those students are protected. If they did pull out student loans, it sounds like they're going to be able to complete their current classes, even though under the current circumstances and then the stress, you know, this is a major loss, not only to the students that are currently, you know, pursuing their degrees, but to the greater community of, you know, people that have walked through those doors and crossed the stage and with graduation. Um, but I would hope, you know, that no student is, you know, left behind with, uh, you know, a huge financial burden. Um, I know that legislation was put into place on the federal level to protect students um, when schools do close down. Um, so hopefully, you know, they'll be counselors will be somebody on hand to guide each student through this process um and you know more than anything i feel bad for them because you meet some of your lifelong friends in college you know and that's something they're losing yeah that's true many many times you meet your spouse you meet your friends you meet those lifelong people that you keep up with for the rest of your life in college. And, and that is going to be um, ripped away from a number of people because people come from so many diverse backgrounds, not, not in terms of, of race or gender, but location. And so college is that one unifying place where, where I still have friends that I had from undergrad and grad school who are from India who are from Taiwan that I still yeah. talk to, that I still email with and how's the family and what's going on. And, and, you know, a group of students at Cardinal Stritch are about to lose that a- along with the faculty. I know. And, you know, my heart's go out to them and I hope that the alumni association is able to put something together um, for one last walkthrough of the university or something. Um, for us to come together again as a community. I mean, that's something I might even try to organize and, you know, as an alumni, um, reaching out to the university and 
offering, um, you know, offering what I learned there. <laughs> and yeah. that's you know, compassion, creating a caring community, reverence for life, um, you know. And so there's, there's just a lot to think about. But I know, like, your university that, you know, you teach at Concordia and Carroll College and some of the other um, sister schools out there, Alverno, um, I'm, I'm hoping that they, you know, reach out and offer that same type of experience, um, oh, yeah. you oh, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I wish, I wish everyone the best. Um, again, thank you for bringing this up. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. All right. Thank you much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yep. Bye-bye. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. It's one of my favorite songs. I actually met him in the 80, 79-80-ish. He did a couple concerts at the University of Illinois, Chicago. And I did security for the concert. And he looked at me and he said, you know what? Here. And I said, what is this? He said... It's a record cover, and he signed it. He said, you're the only person in the room that didn't ask me for something. Everybody loves the sunshine. I said, I listen to your music every, like literally every day. Yep. Sunshine. Driving around, sun's out, chilling. What, it's 76 degrees in Milwaukee right now. Sunny, light, brisk wind. So, so the sun can burn on you, but the wind kind of keeps you cool. Them's the kind of days I'm looking forward to. 833-212-1017 is the number. We were talking about Cardinal Stritch and their closing and um, how unfortunate that is. Uh, 414-852 said, Hi, Dr. Ken. I'm an alumnus of Cardinal Stritch University, graduated in 2002, and I'm saddened as I was the first in my family to graduate from college. It's the debt that plagued these universities. I'm still waiting to hear whether President Biden is going to take on dismissing the student debt loan. I know that I'm waiting and watching. Oh, Dr. Kent, aren't student debt loans dismissed if a university is closed? I don't think so. I don't think so. But I think that would be something to look into. Um, yeah, but see, here's, here's the thing. Some people brought up this, um, and said, and they brought up another local school. They said, my ad school of arts graduation rate is 58%. Um, 26,000 for a degree after a, they just opened a new gallery building and they get daily delivered expensive 
pastries. Maybe <clears throat> wrong school is closing. Well, let me let me let me help you with something so that you don't fall into the trend of making assumptions based on a little bit of information and thinking that's a reflection. Let me let me say this. And I'm pretty sure most people in higher education will disagree with me. Your graduation rate has absolutely nothing to do with people graduating from your school. Got it? Instead of looking at what the number is, start figuring out how they calculate it. And when you understand how things are calculated, you will be able to look up and see, okay, now I get it. Right? Perfect example. What's your graduation rate? Well, what we're going to do, what's today's date? April 11th, 2023. In four years, it'll be 2027. So April 10th, 2027, it's four years. So watch this. I come in and I count. And the Zach School of Digital uh, DJing has 1,000 students, of which 250 of them are seniors. Or, or better yet, I have 200, I'm, I'm sorry, let, let, let me go back. I have 1,000 students. In four years, they're going to calculate how many people graduated and how many people didn't. And then they're going to graduate, another, they're going to do another four years and say how many people graduated. If that number is less, oh, my God, you're only graduating. Well, time out. The student might have transferred, gone to a cheaper school, better school, more expensive school. The student might have might have been a woman and gotten pregnant and had a child and took time out and left the university. The student might have. Ran out of money, couldn't finish school. Student might have flunked out of school. There are so many reasons why people leave. You can't just count this point in time, that point in time, how many people graduated. No. But yet that's what we do. And it doesn't make any sense to me. Now, I hope when I say things like this, I hope I'm wrong. I hope somebody calls and says, you're wrong, and here's why. We calculate it like this, and we do this and do that and do this. and do that. But if you keep comparing schools based on graduation rate, meanwhile, every single class they have has upwards of you know, 250, 300 people graduating, and they graduated in four years. First of all, who made four years the 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 – the point that says when you graduate from college, it has to be in four years. That's just how they pay you. That's just how you pay for school. But it doesn't have to be that way. I think what happens is students need to take more accountability for their education. They need to take accountability for their school loans, money, all that. Is higher education just expensive to you know how much my degree you know how much my school loan was when I got my first degree? You want to hear how much and I thought I fell off the face of the earth um and thought, oh my goodness, there's no way I'm gonna be able to pay this back. My first school loan total was like ninety eight hundred dollars. Four years. Nope, my bad. 
Six years of college, right? Because the average to get out of college is six years. Nobody, we, we have to stop this, this, this arbitrary, if you graduate in four years, what are you rushing for? Like, what's the rush? If a job is there for you, it's there. If it's not, it's not. But four years, graduating in four years, like, that's no arbitrary thing. It, well, technically, it is an arbitrary thing that we just kind of, hey, it's four years. And you pay by credit or you pay your full semester and it's this and then, okay. But nobody pays full tuition anyway. Very few people pay full tuition. So my question is, why are you calculating tuition in a way that's disingenuous because you know that you have foundations and grants and all this other stuff, plus loans to help pay for school. So when you say school costs $40,000, tuition, room, and board, what are we really saying? Is it really going to cost me about twenty two, dollars I, I don't know. I'm just throwing out arbitrary numbers, but I, but I, I think people need to understand that that form is changing. And we need to figure out, not, not you, not me, not universities, we need to figure out what's happening. Forecasting the number of college-age youth is pretty simple. The birth rate at a given year, fast forward 17 or 18 years, most kids start college. Birth rates during the Great Recession, which began in 2008, during that time of economic stress and uncertainty, notes Carleton College uh, economist Nathan Graw, people were having fewer children, and so the number of kids born between 2008 and 2011 plummeted dramatically. So if you graph demographic projections, the precipitous descent resembles a cliff beginning in 2025. The problem is the cliff is here now. So over the succeeding four years, the number of 18-year-olds will decrease by 15%. How does that translate? During a four-year span, colleges will lose, you ready? 576,000 students. They said 15%. Here's your issue. The situation is in an aberration. College enrollments have declined steadily since 2012. And during COVID, from 2019 to 2022, undergraduate enrollment dropped 7% or half of what they're already talking. We're there now. So the question is, is Cardinal Strip Stritch an anomaly? Or is it or is it the future? We're gonna unpack that and we're gonna look at why all this is happening, but I'm more interested in what you think about it. 833-212-1017 is the number. What can be done to fix it? What can be done? These are all questions that need to be answered, especially if you know of college-age children or you have college-age children who are going into a school that might not be there in four years. And if you think that's bad, One in four students are literally ruling out college because of local politics altogether.
What does that mean? 833-212-1017 is the number you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm Dr. Ken Harris.